Inspiration. Turn up the motivation. You're on the Ziggler Inspire Podcast. Zig Ziggler wants you to be your best. Welcome to Zig Ziggler's Inspire Podcast. This is your host, Blake Lindsay. Today, Zig has a lot to say about freedom and what it lets us achieve. Let's turn it up together and listen to Zig Ziggler. Now, when we start looking at what this is really all about, what I want to do is tell you another rather detailed story, but it just says so much. A number of years ago, I was picked up at the airport. I'd spoken at a national convention down there. And when I got aboard the cab, I realized the young man was not from Mobile, Alabama. I mean, his accent was a little different. He was from Nigeria. Well, I have a great interest in immigrants, so I said to him, I got his name, it was Pius Obaha. I said, uh, Pius, how long have you been in America? He said, been here 12 years. I said, well, uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, have you been going to school and increasing your education and all of that kind of good things, taking advantage of just being here? He said, oh, absolutely. He said, as a matter of fact, I get my PhD in just two more months. He said, and my wife has already gotten her master's degree. I said, well, do you have any children? He said, yes, we have four. They're four, six, eight, and ten years old. I said, I bet they're good students, aren't they? He said, oh, absolutely. He said, as a matter of fact, those that are in school are all on the honor roll. I said, well, Pastor, I mean, you know, uh, raising a family, been here 12 years, done all these things, gotten all that education. Have you earned money to support your family? Well, it says, as you can see, I'm driving a cab right now. I've loaded and unloaded trucks. I've been a night watchman. I've been in security. I've been a tutor. I've driven cabs. I've done whatever it took to accomplish the objective. And he said, I want you to know my wife has worked fully as hard as I have been working all of this time. I said, well, now, when you get that Ph.D., then what's the game plan? He said, well, I've already signed a contract with a major Wall Street firm. His doctorate was in business and finance. And he said, I've got a two-year contract with them, and then I'll go back to Nigeria where I have a prominent position in the government waiting for me. Now, I want you to think of the story I just told you. Here's a guy, can you imagine in 12 years what he and his wife had to go through the number of hours they would come in dead tired, but there was tomorrow's assignment. There were the needs of the children to take for. There was their body crying for sleep. But you see, they had that dream. They had that vision. They wanted more. I said, where did you get the motivation to do all of this, Pius? I said, that's remarkable. He said, when I went to school my first day in Nigeria and came home, asked my parents to help me with my homework. And for the first time I learned they were illiterate. They couldn't teach me. He said, they were horribly embarrassed. And he said, that day when I was less than six years old, I made a decision. One day I'm going to have an education. I said, well, that's remarkable that a five-year-old would make that decision and keep it all of these years. He said, well, I wanted to do that because I never wanted to see one of my children with the expression on their face like I had on my face when my parents told me that, yes, they could not tell me how to read. They could not read to me. To be all that you can be, you need to combine commitment and courage, add discipline, and then that formula is going to lead to freedom.
for a number of years, you've heard a lot of people singing about, I want to be free. In many cases, what they mean is, I want to be free to do whatever I want to do, when I want to do it, and the way I want to do it. Well, many times that actually leads to slavery. Let me read a little quote here. When you exercise your freedom to express yourself at the lowest level, you ultimately condemn yourself to live at that level. You're free to experiment with drugs and alcohol. But a certain percentage of the people who experiment with those things end up being slaves to them. Freedom, according to the dictionary, means exemption from power or control by another. Now, you're free in our society to indulge in smoking and drinking, and as a practical matter, illegal drugs and virtually every immoral behavior. The choice is yours. But that choice all too often becomes a habit and then an addiction, which means that at that point you've given up your freedom and have chosen slavery. Pythagoras said, No man is free who cannot command himself. Gandhi said, It is my certain conviction that no man loses his freedom except through his own weakness. Kingsley said, There are two freedoms, the false, where a man is free to do what he likes, the true, where a man is free to do what he ought. The Bible says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Will Durant, the noted historian, said, Have we too much freedom? Have we so long ridiculed authority in the family, discipline in education, rules in art, decency in conduct, and law to the state that our liberation has brought us close to chaos in the family and the schools, in morals, arts, ideas, and government? We forgot to make ourselves intelligent when we made ourselves free. You know, that is really a couple of mouths full of wisdom when you really think about it. Free, but we need to be free. And here's one of the reasons I'm so excited about this program, View from the Top, because this gives you the freedom to be your very best self, to make the most contributions to others while enjoying a richer, fuller life yourself free to learn the new things that will make a difference, free to be kind and generous and nice to other people, free to use your abilities to accomplish objectives that are worthwhile, that will mean much to you and much to society, much to your friends, much to your family, and much to our nation. I sometimes think we forget the incredible price our forefathers paid in order to give us the freedom in this country that we enjoy. But the reality is, if we abuse the freedom and don't use it in order to become the best we can be, the day will definitely come when we will lose all freedom which we have. Let me remind you that... A study was done by J.D. Unwin, the British anthropologist, who studied 80 civilizations spanning over 3,000 years. And he found that in 100% of the cases when those civilizations fell, it was because they abused the freedoms they had. The family values deteriorated. Society turned to immoral ways of living, and crime abounded. And as a result, the civilizations fell. Freedom is our most priceless possession. Uh, Let's work at it. Let's keep it. Let's use it. 
Let's don't abuse it, and let's resist those who do abuse it. Remember, we are a nation of laws, not of people, and aren't we glad that we are? When we follow those laws, we have the freedom to become the best we can be. That's when we will really enjoy our freedom because our view from the top will be so magnificent. Sam Walton said this, I think I overcame every single one of my personal shortcomings by the sheer passion I brought to my work. It took courage for Mr. Obaha to leave his native Nigeria in search of education and opportunity. It was more difficult than we can imagine. That discipline was so incredibly important. And so many people misunderstand discipline. I love what Sybil Stanton said. She said, true discipline isn't on your back, needling you with imperatives. It is at your side, nudging you with incentives. How true that is. Discipline is the refining part of our formula that makes everything else come into play. It makes it happen for you. A lot of people say, well, I just don't like the idea of discipline. I mean, you know, people rebel against discipline. But think about this in this way. Discipline and punishment are two entirely different things. Punishment is what you do when discipline fails. Discipline is a reward. It rewards you for what you have done. Think about it like this. You take the train off the tracks. It's under the control of nothing or nobody, but it can't go anywhere. Take the steering wheel out of the automobile. Uh, and, you know, it's independent. It can go where it can go, but it can't go anywhere. And think about it like this. The sailor at sea, when he or she disciplines himself or herself to be obedient to the compass, they can sail that boat anywhere the boat itself will go. But if they're not obedient to that compass, they've got to stay right within sight of shore. People who have objectives, who have destinations, who discipline themselves to use that discipline and remember that you can get the things you want, have the things you want, be more than you've ever dreamed of being. You can do those things, but much of it depends on commitment and discipline and the courage to follow through. I love the story of the sailor at sea. He was out of aloft because there was a squall, a storm coming up. This was his first time up. As he went to the top of the mast, he made the mistake of looking down. And the roll of the ship and the turbulence of the sea caused him to start to become nauseated. And he became dizzy. And an older sailor down below said, look up, young man, look up. And the sailor looked up and he regained his balance. Helen Keller said, if the outlook isn't good, try the uplook. It's always good. Take that approach, because if you do, that will enhance your journey to the top. And I'm here to tell you the view there is absolutely magnificent. Thank you so much, and God bless you for your attention. That was a powerful message. What does your freedom mean to you? Are you using that freedom with responsibility? Until next week, this is Blake Lindsay encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.